This week on Survivor. Winners at war. Winners at war. We're back, everybody. That was us. That wasn't a recording. Wow. Who would have thought? All right. We had an epic two-hour special this week. Uh, The second last episode of Survivor Season 40. How are we already here? Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. Also, second last episode of this podcast. Yeah, what? However... Not forever. No. Well, we don't have a season 41 yet. It's been... Did you see? It's been uh, confirmed. Okay, never mind. And I did a poll. We're coming back. I did a poll on Instagram, and uh, everyone voted yes, that we should continue. Oh, great. I'm glad that my vote, my one vote counts. Did you vote? No. Oh. Well, I guess you don't like this anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, so things are like crazy. Things are crazy in the world, right? Right now, like just yep, cr- yep. just wacky. Uh, it was wacky that we got two hours of Survivor. It, it's just wacky that it was season forty. It's almost done. So we're bringing the wacky to this week episode of this week on survivor and we're doing things a lot differently because we think we just want to join in with the wackiness yeah so something completely different this week we've done themes the whole way through and we still do have a theme this week however it's not a one word theme it is well yes but like you it's still not... see a theme in our title this week but we're implementing it in a different way Yes. Uh, So what we're doing is a full recap of the season. 40. Yeah, kind of. Tell them what we're doing, Mel. Tell tell our listeners what they're playing for. Okay, well, first off, we're going to give you a little bit of normalcy in your life, and we're going to do a 30-second recap um, of this past week's episode. It is two hours, so we're going to try our best. If we feel like we need an additional 30 seconds, we're just going to make it happen. So we don't know yet, but we'll see. And then we're for sure doing a recap. And then we're going to use the theme of reflection to look at the five remaining players that we are certain of. Uh, So that is Michelle, Ben, Denise, Sarah, and Tony, and look at their game up to this point. Um, and just kind of discuss who has the best resume and where it's going to come into play and like the alliances and all that good stuff. And then we're also um, going to talk about who we think is going to win the Edge of Extinction challenge and get back in the game and how that is going to just drop a Carl bomb on them and things are all going to get crazy. And Carl bomb is a reference to season David versus Goliath. Next season. Nick was a part of it. He was. It was pretty epic. Just look up Carl Bomb. It was crazy. It was when the idol nullifier was in play. Anyway, we just like to use that reference of where he thought we should explain it. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, Melissa. That's <laughs> that, that, 
Wow. We're talking we're gonna talk about all that this episode. Um, I'll definitely stick around. Awesome. You guys should too. Yeah. Okay. And also we do have quite a few tribe has spoken uh comments and questions this week. So we look forward to getting to those as well because that's always fun hearing what you guys think. So as as normal as we can on this wacky episode, we're going to kick things off with a 30-second recap. Okay. <laughs> Melissa's turn to go first. And you will start. You will start. <laughs> you might get back in. We don't know. He's just living on the edge. You'll begin in Oh my god. Three, two, one, go. So they get back and everyone's sad and uh uh Kim's gone. And then they're Tony and Jeremy are like, is it fourteen days or ten days? And then uh uh Sarah and Tony are like, We need to make Ben think he's calling the shots. And then it's the immunity challenge and Michelle can't get the ball up, but then uh, uh, Nick does. Yahoo! Nick wins. And um, they're all like, who's it going to be now? Because we were going to vote Nick out because that's always the way it goes. And then it's Jeremy. Michelle plays 50-50 coin. She's safe. Done. Oh, that was a doozy. That's a lot. It's a big episode. We... We were very optimistic going for the 30 seconds for a two-hour episode because we usually do one minute for one hour, but... Okay. Do you think you can do the rest in 30 seconds? Oh. We'll see. I got through it. I'll get through it. And in three, two, one, go! So Michelle's super mad at Nick because Nick was the swing vote, uh, but... Then we go to the edge of extinction, and there's a throne of stone. Natalie finds it. She has the disadvantage, gives the disadvantage to uh, to, uh, Ben. Ben has the disadvantage. They stack dominoes. Michelle wins. Spy nest works this time. Uh, Denise just wants rice. Nick gets voted out. They go back to the edge. Last day on the edge. Fire token buying. Peanut butter. Three advantages. Idol. Two idols. Full season recap. And then... That's it. That's it. That's everything. Yeah, okay. That's fine with me. You well, got recapped it, it, two hours in one minute. Why did they even put the show on? We could, they just hire just, us. Just give us a list of things that happened and we'll tell you super fast. Yeah. And then your two hour episode is one minute. Boom. Everything. Give us buffs. We will dress we'll act like out. Survivor. We'll act it out if you want. Let's right. start talking about people. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, I'll start with Michelle. Because she's the first on my well, list. What do you have to say about Michelle? Michelle had an awesome arc this episode, I think. We've, we've seen a lot of her this season, which I uh, really like. Um, because I think, like, she's, she's a good player. And she's played a pretty good game this season. But this... this two hours she had a lot of attention and like went from the bottom to kind of the top by the end of the episode and she wasn't afraid to hold back and she uh she fought when she needed to fight and she's just sassy michelle from jersey and i like it 
Okay. So, yeah, we saw Michelle. Obviously, uh, Jeremy was Michelle's closest ally throughout this whole game. And for the past, like, however many weeks, feels like a million. I think it was, like, four weeks. Jeremy has been the target, and he has escaped. And with the help of Michelle, she gave him his her uh, her advantage, and he didn't choose to play it. But this week, um, Nick was the target, right? Yep. Yeah, Nick, for that vote. Nick was the target for the first vote, and then he goes on to win immunity for the first time when he needs to. That We've also talked about this. It's always like whoever the vote goes on or whoever the plan is, they end up winning immunity. Yeah, they should just put the votes on like some, like on Ben. Like if Ben should put the votes on himself because then he <laughs> wins immunity. Because it, it was does, Tony, yeah. then uh, Tony's won three times in a row. Um, I don't remember who it was before that, but it was probably whoever the votes were on won immunity. Mm-hmm. And then Nick, and then uh, Michelle, and then she won. We're yeah, jumping so, ahead, but it's always that way. Okay, so this, Nick was obviously, the votes were on him. Then he pulls out a win. Michelle, you see her at like a pretty low point. She was not successful in the challenge at all. And by not being successful... um she let it show that like she knows she's going home and she was sad about it. So that sucked. Uh, they go in and Jeremy is on the chopping block because Nick was supposed to go blah, 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 blah. Uh, and Nick kind of screwed Michelle over sending home her only ally, but she does get to use the coin on herself and, Use it, protects herself, which I think anyone would do in that situation, especially the last time to ever play it. So, yeah, all that happens. Her one ally goes home. Nick screws them over because if he had just voted for Ben, then the three of them would be kind of like this alliance against the other three, and they might have a chance. Ben would be gone. All I've been wanting this whole season. Um, and then the next episode, she's like truly at the bottom because Nick is not really ever deciding who his alliance is and playing both sides constantly. And Michelle pulls out a win when she has to after being very sassy with Sarah, which, like, she she knew... very sneaky. Yeah, and she just, like, knew that she had to do it. And Sarah is an equally as good survivor player, so she knew that she was playing... But I think Michelle also had some truth in what she was saying to Sarah that Tony is not really an ideal guy to bring to the end because people might or people will have a lot of respect for the game he's played Um, because at this point I feel like he's done a lot more, especially compared to Sarah who's kind of just been beside him the whole time. I don't know. Whatever. We'll get into that when we talk about them. But Michelle then pulls out a win when she needs to and uh, gets into the final five kind of when no one thought she would because at the beginning of that episode she was the target yeah and we see a complete like she kind of i think realizes it as well uh when she loses that first challenge and like gets absolutely blown out of the water she she can't even catch one ball um which i completely understand her her breakdown i mean that's that's super heartbreaking to be to make it all this way to feel as though like you're on the outs and then 
you can't even help yourself at that point. I mean, she's she's kind of dig like she probably feels as though she's kind of digging her own grave at that point. Yeah. And just one more thing, like to see her so low at the beginning of this episode and work her way up to even being involved with Nick in the playing of the disadvantage, right? Like she put her fire tokens to use um, and they were able to give Ben the disadvantage and then she went on to win and like Ben kind of was still in second place the whole time. So if they hadn't given him that advantage, he probably would have won. So she she's just like this these this past two hours i think were really uh good for michelle's game and she played well but she's been great from the beginning um her and jeremy's alliance like it wasn't super strong but it was something that was formed like day one and has and continued even though it wasn't you know cops are us level of strength it was still there yeah so who do you want to talk about next uh well i chose michelle so you can choose i just one last thing about michelle i think she should be really proud of the game she's played and uh i'm excited to see how much farther she can take it because um i don't think anyone should bet against her i wouldn't I wouldn't either. Um, so let's. Well, let's. We we mentioned Sarah, so we we can talk about Sarah as well. Uh, next, um, she's. Well, like you said, she's kind of been beside Tony. Uh, Sarah, like I I only watched her that like her last season when she when she won, um, and I only saw half the season. But, point being, she doesn't seem to be playing as high caliber as she could be. Um, Now, playing next to Tony, I guess you kind of have to play a little more smart and not... You can't be... Well, you're not going to be more wild than him. Um, But it's, it's definitely, I think... I think it's almost hurt her game. Um, personally, like, like, that's kind of my idea thinking about it. Um, Tony's kind of overshadowing her. Uh, and even though they are playing together, I mean, if, if they are able to go to the end and Tony gets voted out, she might get a lot of credit for everything that he's done. Um, she was also part of making Ben believe he's in charge, which is a great, great move. Um, I think it worked out perfectly that like the way the show was edited, it made it seem like, like Ben was really, really thought he was in control, even though it was their idea to put him there, which I think is a great play. So she, she's definitely been playing. Um, yeah. And I think the Sarah Tony dynamic, she's had to really, uh, be the one to reign Tony in whenever mm-hmm. he gets into his normal like craziness, right? She's the kind of the backbone of being like, okay, right. let's tone it down a little bit, Tony down a little bit. <laughs> um, and she also has to get over the fact that like playing with Tony is uh, 
a scary thing. Like she's been screwed over by him past seasons and in this season, but she continues to like use this uh, to her advantage. And I think Tony wouldn't be where he is without her in her past season uh, where she won in Game Changers. There was more opportunity for her to like make those big plays. And I just feel like this time she's taking a more chill approach because she might be using uh, Tony as like a bit of a shield. Also, why I think this like shows just how good of a player she is as well as Tony. Why in that second vote of this week's episode, nobody was gunning for Sarah or Tony. Neither of them had immunity. No one, like they didn't have any protection, but not once mm. did their names come up. But they do have protection. Tony has an idol that he's willing to play for but Sarah. But no one even brought it up. Like they wanted to, to like usually when an idol is played or is shown, they want to flesh it out. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I, I definitely get it because getting them, at, I would much rather sit next to Nick than Tony or Sarah. Right, and I think it just shows that, like, like obviously none of the players they're playing with um, are are bad players. They've all won before, so it's not like they're just overlooking these two powerhouse players. So it's not. Um, like a a diss to the other players it's more of like uh i don't know what the opposite is like a a bow to sarah and tony and how a good tip of the hat a tip of the hat a curtsy a flew to them <laughs> i don't know if that last word's a word but uh yeah definitely i mean it, like that that is a good point um yeah, they didn't bring up the the idol, but they they did have protect, protection, but but only they, one of them. Yeah, I like, yeah for sure they could have definitely they split the votes and flushed an idol before yeah. this next vote. Like it's just they seem to just have that control or ease of the game that no one sees them. No one is willing to get them out. Well, wasn't it Rob last week that said? Tony's, Tony's a con- boss. Tony's a boss. Like, he's yeah. controlling it. And he, he kind of is. And, you know, I, I didn't even really think of that, about how they're they're kind of... They, they flew under the radar somehow, under the voting radar. Meanwhile, they are... Their names have been kind of tossed out. And they're, but they're lions. Not, they're never... Oh, definitely not a hyena. They're not hyenas. They are lions. And, like... I don't know how they've done it. I don't know how they escaped that the like vote out of all the big target players. Well, Tony definitely like he's won immunities. Like that's how he's made it to this point because they did want to vote him out. It's almost like they've just like given up. Like they've tried and I then think... sorry. No, I was just saying it's almost like they've tried to get him out. He's won and then he's kind of fallen off the radar. Yeah, so looking back on Sarah's game, she's obviously a physical threat. She's an intelligent player. The way she manipulated Ben this past week into thinking her idea was his is insane and, like, to be applauded. And also her, her way to, like, read people 
and put her trust in the right people. She had two super strong alliances, the first being Tony, who's still there and will most likely, if the two of them can stay strong, they might, you know, it might be the two of them up there at the end, but also her alliance with Sophie got her really far in the game. So she might not, she she may not have a huge resume of making these huge moves and more being like a part of them, but her relationships and her, her game, uh, like her mental game, I think are something to look for and, and respect. No, I think so. And like, if she does make it to the final three, I think she does have, like, she, she's very well-spoken, and I think she could definitely talk her way into getting a lot of votes. Maybe not winning, because she might not have the, the resume to back it up, but I think she could definitely talk herself into to being in the running and being a, a legitimate possibility. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets the, like, questions like, uh, so what did you do? Were you just riding on Tony's coattail? Um, when, if, if they make it to the jury questions. Or if she makes it to the jury questions. But I think uh, it'll be definitely interesting to hear what she has to say because she is smart and she will come up with a way of making herself look like she is the ultimate survivor. So, a flu to you, Sarah. Kind of like how she made Ben think he was in charge this past week. Should we talk about him next? Sure. I have nothing to say. I don't think he should win. He's played a immature game, and I just don't really care. I like. I I think he is out there kind of having fun with it. He's not... I, I love Ben. Um, I don't see him the same way you do. Um, uh, you know, he's... He's definitely a different player than he was last time he played. Um, I, I, he's definitely... A, like, he's not the number one threat to win the game because he's really, like... I... I I think he's kind of just been brought along. Like, he he has been in charge for a little bit. He has done some stuff. Um, like what? Like, he's been part of really good alliances. He's he's definitely aligned himself quite well. Um, he's aligned himself with other, like, threats, which I think kind of put him in that same category. Um, he's... He's definitely really good at challenges. He had a disadvantage and still almost won Mm -hmm. this week. Um, He's been a contender in pretty much every single challenge. Um, So, you know, he's definitely a challenge threat. And he, with smaller numbers moving forward, and like no, like, you know, there's there's a few strong players left, the, the odds get a lot better for him for winning and making it to that final three because he's won challenges. And they also know that he won his season by making fire. So they mm-hmm. definitely don't. So, you know, there is a threat there. 
for him to make it. And he's he may have annoyed people along the way, but he's I think the only people he's annoyed is like Jeremy and Adam, and the other people really don't seem to be annoyed by him. Yeah, I think physically, you're right. He does, like, make a name for himself. But just looking on his reaction to things, and, like, just the fact that in this episode, Sarah and Tony knew that he needs to be the one to come up with an idea or else he's not going to go for it. Like, it just shows, like, I don't know. But they also said that the reason they... Wanted, wanted him to think that is because he hasn't been the guy to like call the shots yet and being this close to the vote they wanted him to get that chance and that way they were like guaranteed to get him on board so well it was because he, he had been giving jeremy the silent treatment and like not listening to anything other than getting jeremy out so they needed to somehow get in his mind that, like, there was another option because he was so stubborn and, like, wasn't willing to hear any other thing unless it's his own idea. But is that more stubborn than hearing your name and automatically gunning for them even though they might not be a threat? What, like Tony? Yeah. Um, I think so. There's also the... The threat of him winning a challenge. Now, if he wins next challenge, there's four players left. Or somebody gets voted out. He, he doesn't get voted out. But he also has an idol in his pocket, which mm-hmm. could get him to the end. I think that you're right that he could physically win this by winning the immunity challenges and making the fire and getting there. I just don't think his like strategic and social game are going to get him the win. I think it'll possibly get him... I think he could get himself to the finals, uh, but I don't think he has enough friends on the jury. No, I think... I think I, I do agree with you that it would be hard at this point for Ben to win. Soul yeah. survivor. Um, now let's talk Tony. The other half of the Cops Cops Are Us. us. Yes. Uh, So Tony has obviously been the star of the past few episodes. He was super under the radar for the first little while, only seeming to talk a big game and then not really do anything. But Talk specifically about uh, hyenas and lions. Yeah. Um, But it seems like everything he had to say at the beginning is kind of coming into use and proving itself to be true now. Um, he is sort of calling all the shots. He has a great alliance who are, would follow him into a burning forest, it seems at this point. So I think he has a great chance of possibly winning this game. I, I believe if Tony goes to the final, to talk to the jury, if he were to go today, I think Tony is probably the best resume-wise to make it, or to win. Um, he, you know, there's, obviously I can't speak for everybody voting on the jury, but if I was the one voting at this point, I would definitely vote for Tony. He's, 
and like you know we see a different game at home than they see living on the edge and just getting told things but tony is definitely the best set Mm -hmm. uh moving into to speaking to the jury i think so and he does have that great like arc of not really wanting to play the game he's played in the past um because he knows it could be his downfall and he really like honed in on that and made it uh made a conscious effort to not let things get out of control the way they have possibly in the past in his games so he has that to kind of show off to the jury he also has all those moves he he played his three wins in a row so he does have a lot of things uh going for him but also i think a lot of people on the jury uh are out of the game because of moves that he orchestrated so it depends if people are willing to uh let that personal side down and that was a big topic this week uh, like how the game does have an effect on your personal life and how you see people and especially a lot of these people have real relationships outside of the game uh so we'll see if people are willing to uh side with them yeah yeah and that's kind of what what exactly what i meant by like you know the people on the jury they will vote how they want to vote and they see something different like i didn't get voted out by tony which is mm-hmm. why I would vote for him. Right, exactly. There's that whole other level of more than just gameplay, and that's where like the social side comes in too. So. But he does also have an idol in his pocket. He does. And he has won three challenges, so he could win two more. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's also kind of like Ben set up to make it to that final three. Just by what he's got in his pocket and what he's done in the past, he's he's very well set up. Mm-hmm. Now, if he doesn't, like, he, he has to win and play an idol because they have to vote him out. Well, they don't seem to think they need to. So yeah, true. Now, like, everyone, they've put themselves in a position except for Michelle that it's a, you're, it, when, if they vote out Michelle, they're now turning on each other. Mm-hmm. So that's always awkward. So... I don't know. And then, yeah, that's also a guaranteed no vote, almost guaranteed no vote. I mean, if if I'm a part of four people that say they're going to the final three and I'm the one that gets voted out and blindsided by them, I'm not, you know, you're, you're more likely not to vote for the unless it's like a, a fantastic move that like you can't help but do, mm-hmm. you know, it. You do take that to heart. And you've just gotten voted out. Now you're going to have to vote for them for $2 million? Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. And last but not least, we have CEO of Survivor Tattoos, Endure and Let Go, Denise. (laughs) Uh, So last week we saw Denise kind of show just how fed up she was with the game not that she was quitting but just like i've had enough of this whispering crap like all of us at home and she kind of put her foot down um and now this week we're seeing her kind of her response to that and uh how you have to 
endure and let go like she says so will she endure and let go enough to get her to the finals possibly and she does have a great move queen slayer to mm-hmm. show off to everyone other moves since then not a whole lot i don't know when she even flipped to be on this alliance to be honest i have no idea but she is like she's aligning herself really well um she's aligning herself really well she's won challenges yeah um not just when people have walked off and quit on their own she's won by her she's won you know uh, during real challenges um she's aligned herself well she's slayed the queen of survivor um and like nick said i would like to be a, a part of like I may not have been able to slay the queen, but I want to slay the queen slayer. Yeah. Which didn't really work out that way. Um, so, there, you know, she she's also not out of the running. You know, she's... And she's likable. She is. She's like that mom mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone likes. Um, and she even... With uh, endure and outlast stickers on the wall. Let go. Let go. Sorry, I was thinking of live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, let go, and endure. Uh, so she also had that move that I want to talk to you and like kind of dissect this week where after the challenge, Michelle won. Um, and she, this is kind of the reason, I guess, Nick felt as if he didn't need to maybe strategize as much as he did, that she was like, all right, I know it's me. Can we just get some rice? I'll buy it. Like, you know, kind of put herself out there as a trick to make them think that it wasn't one of them or it wasn't Nick because Michelle couldn't go home. She had immunity. So what did you think of that? Uh, it's it's a really, it's it's a real big juxtaposition to endure and, uh, what is it? Endure and let go. Endure and let go? Or, yeah when she was like pretty much just letting go like i i don't know it, it it's a strange thing and like last she she said oh like to to touch on like last tribal she talked about it about what she said uh at the last tribal when she was done and she said like oh like you know when i said i was done with it i never took that as she was done with the game i always thought she was just done with the whispering yeah i but like she she felt the need to address it and it's it surprised me that people took it as though she was done with the game and but that those words paired with what she said this week about like oh yeah no i i know i'm done like i'm giving up i'm not gonna you know claw and scratch and try to fight it like I, I know i'm done i just want rice i just want to go to the edge with a belly full of rice which like you'd only be going to the edge for like a day anyway um that that was strange to me i mean her her game plan did work out but that's probably not what i would have done i probably would have like tried to fight back tried to do something but but it was a trick no i know i i I I I know but that seems I would I don't know. 
I I know I know it was a trick. It just seems I don't know. It was well played and it worked out. That that's all I can say. Mhm. Yeah, it was like watching it I was like what? Really? Why why does she all of a sudden think that she's going to be the one to go? And then it was like, "Oh, I'm doing this so that they think it's an easy vote that okay, let's target Denise." Uh so, you know, that all made sense eventually. But, yeah, it was an interesting move. Um, and then we see from Tony's spy nest that Denise does attempt to make a move and, and go, for, uh, go for Tony or say, like, uh, Denise said, we may not get Tony out this time, but I think we should try because I don't want to sit beside him. And Sarah and Ben were like, yeah, and then Tony kind of just he well it it left us hanging as as viewers before the actual vote but tony didn't even uh he thought that nick was the better person to get out instead of denise who he heard say let's get tony out so that'll be interesting to see if she can pull that off because i'm all for a final three of girls that'd be fun I think that's what they should do. Secret girl alliance. I wouldn't be against it. Those the the three girls are super strong. Um and like we've just discussed, everybody who is in these fine in this final five is for sure in the running. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's no, there's no go yeah, exactly. Wow. We thought it's, of it the same. 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 Great, great minds, minds think, think alike. alike. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, there, there's absolutely no goats this season, which is fantastic as a viewer because mm-hmm. uh, we're getting to go into... Um, it, it's also very sad when you, like, see a goat sitting there trying to fight to win the, the sole survivor. And, like, everyone knows, like, even the the jury like barely even wants to talk to them because what's the point you know it's between these two people yeah like that time laurel had to be the vote mm-hmm. between wendell and uh dominic yeah like she was on the final three and she still had to vote not for herself Mm-hmm. for the first time ever Um, Okay, so that is our reflection on the games of the final five. Now I think we should put our guesses in as to who will make their return from EOE. EOE, Edge of Extinction. Well, like I don't think... if, If you guys watched the next week on Survivor portion... Natalie has a gigantic advantage. Well, yeah. So the end of this um, episode was a tricky one. Like we had 15 minutes left and they didn't even give us the challenge, which I thought they might. Uh, But no, they just had a celebratory last day on the edge, talked about everyone's advantages, what they're bringing into the final challenge. And it's revealed Natalie has 14 fire tokens. I guess that's what living on the edge for the whole season will get you. So she has three advantages, a jar of peanut butter, an immunity necklace, and she gives one to Tyson. 
Because she has extra. Because why not? She's so much. Share the wealth. Um, yeah, so she's heading into this challenge uh, like loaded. Fully and, loaded. And she has kept up like amazing physical strength. Like she, for being the first person on that island and then to win the final like endurance run up the mountain, that's crazy. Well, she said it wasn't up the mountain. It was on the beach, but she said, uh, like, Wendell is a faster runner than me, but that's what living on the edge and, like, not quitting playing the game will do. Like, she knew exactly where it was. Yeah. Because she hasn't quit. She's kept playing. Right. So, because of that, we're both on Team Nat to get back in the game. Yeah, she, she has three advantages in the next challenge. And... The only reason she has three is because that's the max you can get. Yeah. You can't get more. And we kind of discussed this very early on. We were trying to figure out uh, fire tokens and if they were able to buy your way back onto the island, which I guess, no. Um, you can't buy the whole challenge, um, which she could have bought for like herself and Tyson, I guess. Um but it really looks like she's gonna she's gonna make it back. I'm hoping that this crazy season there's gonna be two people come back. First man, first woman, maybe. Mm, that would be exciting. Because I also think Rob is like has been well set up. Yeah. But I I I am almost gonna guarantee I would put all of my money on Natalie coming back for sure. Agreed. I would love to see someone like Parv come back just because I like I want her. Amber. <laughs> Team Amber 2020. You guys remember my first, our, our first episode, Amber. That was my prediction. So I'm hoping she comes back too. But, you know, I've kind of let go of all of my dreams. <laughs> yeah. So it is for sure going to be exciting. I think probably what we saw in the scenes for our next week is the beginning of the challenge where like Natalie gets to start a little bit more. I don't think they would show her like in such a, a lead up or uh, such a, you know, no. I mean. Yeah. I think she starts there. Yeah. Cause she, there's she also doesn't have to do any of the knots. I yeah, don't think. No. And there's also like the, uh, CBS, like, uh, not spoiler, but sneak preview teaser teaser of next week. And like, Natalie is also throwing herself around like there's that one made it seem like a lot more of like a a tight like challenge yeah she doesn't just like walk through it and win right like she's still gonna have to put her uh put her all of it all of all of her abilities in so so exciting and oh, then no, we're wait. gonna get the most epic ponderosa finally because they're uh. all the rest of them are gonna go to the resort okay all right let's uh let's listen to what the tribe has spoken this week okay our first tribe has spoken is coming from our number one fan just christina prince and she has to say way to go michelle nick screwed yourself should have written ben agreed if nick had voted with Jeremy and Michelle, we'd be in a totally different boat right now. It would be three against three on the second episode. Um, 
But then again, maybe Michelle wouldn't have won because she didn't have that like fire behind her butt and then she might have gone home. So, you know, you can't... Yeah, maybe Jeremy wins immunity. Yeah. And like they are... Nick is right in saying if I go up against Jeremy, I'm not going to win. But sometimes you have to bring those big targets with you as far as you can because they're going to get you there. And that's the whole idea of like the meat shield. Like keep them in to protect yourself. So... Right. And like... So, like, sometimes doing things like, like what Chris did, uh, where he gave up his spot in last order... Last season. Last season, or yeah. Two, two seasons, seasons ago. Two seasons ago. In order to to prove it to himself. Like, Nick could have also done that, like, said, no, I chose not to vote out Jeremy. That way I could bring him to the end and stand here. And he's a lawyer. He knows how to talk. Yeah. He doesn't know how to lie, but he cannot knows how to talk. Cannot lie, cannot act. What? <laughs> Who who gave Ben the disadvantage? I don't know. It wasn't what? me. A disadvantage? I've never even heard this word, Jeff. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nick. Yeah, so we agree with you. Well, I personally do that Nick kind of screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> Made love to the pooch, as Leslie Nope would say. Uh you want to read the next yeah, one? Yeah, next one from Henry underscore Banks 33. Thanks for reaching out. How on earth was Tony not targeted at all? Agreed. We kind of touched on that earlier. We don't really know how he... Like, he's such a big target. He's one of the... He's He is the line with the biggest mane right now. And still nothing. Yeah, and I think, like, like we talked about before, it just shows how good of players they are to keep the target off themselves because they're not playing with dumb players they're not playing with people who don't know who to look for who to target they are just very good social people and and i think that has to be it because i don't know why if if that's not the answer i don't know could it also be like like how kim and nick stepped off the the podium last time to lose the challenge like are they like overthinking things like are they are they thinking so much that they're not thinking at all yeah maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see when Who knows? if and when the target lands on sarah and tony we just don't know Our next one is from Prince Tiana, and she says, In the first vote, why did no one tell Denise that they were throwing her name out there? So, what happens is, uh, Tony and Sarah and Ben, I'm pretty sure, try to convince Jeremy and Michelle and Nick, that's that side, that Denise is the easy vote. Let's get Denise out. Kind of what we talked about before. She, uh, she kind of gave up at the last tribal. Let's just get her, give her what she wants, and let's get her out of this game. Which Jeremy is on board with because she was, or he was the one that she was like, "I'm done," and he's like, "You're safe this week." Right. So he's kind of pissed, peeved. So they upset. so they bring that up, but right away Jeremy's like, "I don't buy it." Like he he understands right away. So I feel it's like it's never that easy. No, it's never that easy. Um, I feel like maybe 
maybe Denise was in on that plan and uh, we just didn't get to see it. Or she knew that like, oh yeah, let's throw your name out there as a ploy. Kind of the way she does in the second part. Like, I know it's me. I don't know. Maybe this had been a, a plan for the past few weeks of like, okay, let's make Denise the easy vote. I'm not sure. They don't, after that, they don't really touch on it. It kind of like happens for a few minutes and then they they move on. So lucky for her, it wasn't actually her and she didn't have to worry. No, I think they kind of realized that Denise is a, like, could be a swing vote in everything. Like she's not really part of a specific alliance. She's kind of going back and forth. So I think that's why they, they kind of let it go pretty quickly. Yeah. And they saw like, it's a trick. Yeah. Again, Denise with the tricks. See, building the resume. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay, that's it for Tribe of Spoken. That's it. I did get um, a text from my dad saying his favorite line of the episode, which I think was a pretty good one, and it comes from Michelle. Yeah, okay, right. so now it's time for our Outwit and Outplays. And this week, we're doing things differently once again and we're doing based on the entire season Mm -hmm. not just on this past episode uh and obviously our outlast will be who we think is going to win the whole thing and you know there's mostly the the thought process behind this so we we each pick three that's six people and there's only five people left so we would have to pick the same person twice which we usually do actually pick the same people but just because the numbers are getting thinner, it's had to switch it up. And we love to pretend we're Nostradamus and do little predictions. Yes. Okay, you go first. So, my outwit, the person with the outwittiest game thus far, I picked Michelle. Hmm. Fantastic, smart game. She's been kind of... She, she's been playing a brainy game, which I, I think that's what she came to prove this season. People didn't really think that she deserved her, her previous win. I did not watch that. Uh, that is my pre-Survivor days before I knew little Malpa here and this whole world I hadn't discovered yet. Um, but uh, she's definitely playing a very brainy game. Um, a very great game. Very witty, I think. <laughs> Your pick. Um, okay. My pick for a wit for this entire season. I'm going to have to say. You know what? I agree with you. I'm going to say Michelle because. Uh, I don't know. She seems to like. Sometimes you think she doesn't really know what's going on, and then other times she seems like she has a great grasp and, and somehow is always surviving. So, good job. And she says funny things. So, yeah. I like that. Like bringing a butter knife to a gunfight. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, outplay. Who's your outplay? My outplay, I have a feeling you're going to agree with me again on this one. Tony. Okay. He has played a completely different game, which, same thing as Michelle, before I met Melissa, never saw him play, but 
from what I understand, he's pretty crazy. He's played a very calm game, dipped his toes in craziness with spy shacks and spy nests, Mm -hmm. but it worked. The spy nest actually worked this week. He's won challenges, which he's never done before. He's playing a very social game, I think. Um, He's got great alliances. I think Tony has played a hell of a game. Nice. I respect it. I respect it. But I'm going to go with a different approach to outplay. And I am picking Natalie. Because although she was... Great pick. She was not playing survivor on the island amongst the other castaways for like 38 days because she was voted out first she had to play an entirely new game and she has been so successful at it she seems to be thriving on the edge of extinction she is killing all the challenges she's winning winning all the rewards she has made the most of her situation and uh and then she's kind of like reaped the most rewards by having three advantages, two immunity necklaces, and a jar of peanut butter, um, all in preparation for probably the challenge that means the most. So that's my pick. That's a great pick. And another thing to mention, she never got caught for hiding the like first five fire tokens she won. Mm-hmm. She, like she was hiding them from Amber and, and that kind of stuff, and she never got caught. Yeah. Never got caught, neither. All right, now for the big question. Who do you think is going to win Survivor well, Season 40? When is that war? That, was, that, wasn't even, that wasn't even that good. Uh, well, I won't have to talk a lot about it because you just said it all. Natalie. I think Natalie's going to win. I think she's most definitely going to come back next episode. And like you said, she has not stopped playing. She's played a different game. And everybody on the jury has also spent time on that same island. They know what kind of hell extinction can be. And she's done it the longest. And not only has she done it the longest, Natalie said if she didn't quit, that's how she knew where that throne was. That's where she knew pretty much everything on, like, she knows every square inch of that island. Like you said, she's thriving there. She's been called the Queen of Extinction. And I don't think that that is misrepresented. I I think that's perfectly on point. I think that's exactly what she's being. And I think that's why she is directly in line to win the whole thing. And do you think that is a satisfactory? win would you be happy if she won yeah I mean uh, yeah because I love an underdog I think most people love underdogs it's it's an interesting story it's like seeing the you know the kid that shows up to high school in like a Lamborghini fully entitled Never happened at my high school, but I've seen it in movies. And they're just, like, fully entitled. You don't really, like, you don't want to give them anything more because it seems as though they have everything in the world. It's those underdog stories that people come from nothing and build their way up that culturally we have an infatuation with and we we love to hear and we love to see it. So 
I think uh, I think I would like to see Natalie win. Okay, I think I think whenever there's Edge of Extinction and someone comes back, like they, the entire jury is made up of the people that they've spent the last days, like last month with, um, outside of the game. So I don't know. Like it would be cool to see her win, especially her being the first one voted out. But then you also have these people who didn't get voted out and avoided being voted out every week and played all the immunity challenges. So it's a hard thing to uh, to decide between. So and I I do a hundred percent agree with that. It is a different challenge trying not to get like you don't have that. You don't have to go to tribal every three nights or whatever it is and try not to get voted out yeah you've already been voted out and like in in an in an ordinary game of survivor uh that means you're out and that means you don't get the chance to win so i would like to see i would love to see natalie come back in i think that would be awesome i'd like to see her get to the final three even uh but i would i want to see michelle win that is who my heart is rooting for. Um, for my actual outlast, I'm going to say Tony just because I think he will win. Uh, but I don't know. It could go either way. So that's that's me. I'm that's excited fair. to see I would see love what to see Michelle win as well. I wouldn't be upset if Tony won. Um, like, you know, I, I, I would rather somebody on the not edge win just because like you said i mean they they've spent this whole time trying not to get voted out they've everybody like we talked about earlier has had to work to to get to where they are and to get to that final three whoever that is um they've already put in the work to get there so it it would be great to to see yeah and uh we uh we'd love to see it love to see it can't wait to see it so excited for next Wednesday and uh that will be the finale of the season and the finale of our podcast season 40 of survivor season one of this week on survivor Woohoo! thank you all for listening um it's your last chance to get involved get in on the conversation and you can do that by following us on instagram sending us a message or send us an email uh this week on survivor at gmail.com we also would love if you subscribed downloaded our episodes you only have one more to wait for uh but do it now and we will be happy You can also give us a rating or a review or both. Five stars, please. And a written review is awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this different approach to the the episode. We hope you still got all the Survivor content you needed. And uh, we will pop in your ears next time. On Survivor.